Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike, the intern in the studio. We usually talk about it last, but we got to talk about it first today. The Masters. How was your nap yesterday? <laughs> well, it was um, uh, kind of sporadic, but yeah, I did watch much of the tournament. Also watched a little bit of baseball, too, so it, it's not exclusive. So what would you think? It says volumes about individuals and teams who are in sync. It's called in the sports world being on a roll, and certainly John Rahm is on that roll. He has played the best golf in the world since the turn of the year, and the fact that he came from four strokes down to win the Masters yesterday, the Masters green jacket, says, says it all. I mean, the guy is just red hot. Finished at 12 under par, had a 3 under par for the round, and his closest pursuer, was five over par. So John Rahm wins it by four strokes, and he wins it going away. Certainly a deserving champion, and uh, he will he will have more of these. Already has a U.S. Open, to his credit, too. This guy was an All-America at Arizona State, and while he is a Spaniard, he still is playing his best golf right here in, in this country and is a sensational golfer. So it's a very deserved award. He, he certainly played the best golf of anybody and deserves to win. A guy hits the heck out of the drives, I'll tell you. He and that a- makes a huge difference. <laughs> um, I mean, I remember when Tiger was in his heyday, man, that guy could drive the ball like nobody else. And speaking of which, he was struggling big time this uh, Masters, wasn't yeah, he? Somehow, some way, he made the cut on uh, Saturday in the rain and the cold. The cut was initially projected as two over par, and that's where he stood right at the cut line. Then all of a sudden, he bogeyed. He was three over. Oh, all of a sudden... And the barrier's been raised to three over. So he did make the cut. But when he started play in the uh, third round of the tournament in the rain and the cold, well, he wasn't playing any golf at all. He was he bogeyed practically every, pole, uh, every hole he had. He was six over par at the, when the rain, when the... Uh, competition was suspended because of rain nine over for the tournament and then when they started under the sunshine yesterday he said i can't go i'm way i'm hurting too badly and and he was obviously was he was limping the guy's injuries are such that hey this uh, raises a question as to whether or not he'll ever be able to play in a masters again now he says well you never say never but he wasn't he wasn't feeling real good yesterday it's really sad to see it, but uh, I think he's finally coming around to the fact that uh, the competition is just too steep for him to maintain at that level. Yeah, I so. wonder, even even healthy, now he would have shot a whole lot better had he been healthy, but even then, could he stay up with these big blasters? Probably not. Yeah, there's a reason the guys uh, at the end go and just play um, in the uh, senior tournaments moving forward. You know what <laughs> exactly, I mean? Nothing yeah. against that. Those guys would still kick my butt, but I'm just saying, you know, it's it's a tough, it's a young man's game at a certain point. Um, NBA play-in round. Starts tomorrow. Who's on the agenda? This is an interesting concept because this is the third year the NBA has tried this now. It is an eight-team competition at the end. These, these are the final four teams in the standings, seven, eight, nine, ten, and that's how they are seated, the way they finished in the standings. Well, seven plays eight and nine plays ten, and there are two nights that this happens, uh, tomorrow night and Wednesday night. It, the, whoever wins in the seven-eight matchup is automatically into the playoffs. The loser gets a second chance. The loser of 9 versus 10 is gone for the season, and the winner gets another chance against the loser of the previous round. That's how it works. 
It lasts for about four days, and the winners, the ultimate winners of this competition, get to play in the first round of the NBA playoffs, which do begin on Saturday. Some Somewhat complicated, but it's a way of giving those teams that are right on the bubble that final chance. Who do you like going into the playoffs? Oh, I, I, I have to like Milwaukee and Denver. They are playing very, very strong basketball, and they're the number one seeds, one in the West, Denver, and in the East, Milwaukee. But anything can happen. Philadelphia, Boston certainly have great chances. The Cards and Royals both played yesterday on Easter Sunday. How'd they do? You know, earlier, Mike, we had talked about teams and players being in a rhythm, and the Cardinals are not in that rhythm. They just can't seem to get a level of cohesiveness going in their challenge. Hey, they get runners on base, and nothing happens. Cardinals lost yesterday to the Milwaukee Brewers 6-1. Now, Freddie Peralta had something to do with that. He shut the Cardinals down over six innings of play. And the Milwaukee Brewers offense came to the fore and produced the runs. Yelich had a home run. Willie Adamas had a home run. Well, the Cardinals just aren't together at the start of the season, but it is a long way to go. And the Cards play out in Denver tonight against the Colorado Rockies. The Royals, who had slumped at home, won one of their first seven home games. They were one and six, went out to San Francisco and took two out of three from the San Francisco Giants. Had a chance to sweep yesterday, but didn't quite get it done. Had a home run in the eighth inning, a two-run homer by Mike Conforto, and that did them in. But nonetheless, the Royals, who are capable of playing a whole lot better baseball, and I think will, uh, did take two out of three from the Giants and now go down to Arlington, Texas, and play the Rangers starting tonight. Exciting stuff. Um, Let's move on to uh, the Bears and the Panthers. How'd they do this weekend? Well, the Bears are interesting. They swept their series with Bradley, a home series at Hammonds Field, and they did it with the bats, not necessarily a pitching, but with the bats. Now, here's what you take into consideration this. Yesterday's game, on a beautiful Easter Sunday, the score is 10-9. to Bradley leads going into the last of the ninth inning. Now, the Bears load the bases, and a freshman by the name of Trey, uh, Troy Gallert, it is Trey, uh, Tag, I beg your pardon, Tag Gallert, he's a Canadian, comes down, and it's a walk-off grand slam. What's even more interesting is it was his second Grand Slam of the game, and that is the first time in Bears history that it's happened. The guy produces eight RBIs, two Grand Slams in the same game, one in the first inning and one in the tenth inning, and there's their in-lizer ball game right there. The Bears win it by a score of 14-10 to 10 and sweep that series. Now Drury went over to Indianapolis to play the Indianapolis Greyhounds, and Drury lost three out of four, but they did win yesterday's second game, six to three. Panthers are twenty-one and sixteen, and wait until this weekend to continue their competition. Man, it's good to see them uh, hitting that ball. <laughs> Jeez Louise, two grand slams in one game. Yep, first Man, time it's ever. That's happened. unbelievable stuff. All right, so OBJ could have been a Kansas City Chief, and it had been rumored for a while that he might be. But then all of a sudden, the Ravens enter the match. And they're paying this guy a whole hell of a lot. I don't see why they're paying him that much money. $15 million for one year, and Odell Beckham Jr., and it's one year, one year contract, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Quite frankly, I'm just as happy personally that he's not with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are a whole lot better off. Kansas City did get Richie James from the New York Giants, and while he is not Odell Beckham Jr., he is uh, certainly a capable receiver and option runner. Guy's pretty good out of Middle Tennessee State. And he can probably get add to that speed level. But 
What's interesting is the Chiefs do not get Odell Beckham Jr. Does that leave the door open for anybody else? You know, Kansas City really, in all honesty, wasn't tremendously aggressive in going for OBJ. But, hey, see how everything works out. It could be interesting. And, again, it really comes down to who fits into the mentality that we have. I mean, currently a lot of the guys are down in Texas with Patrick right now training. So they want to be on board. Let's go if – you want to be a superstar and get paid? We know what happens to him. <laughs> get paid. Ned, you have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow.